Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural, and I can't think of a better guest to have when I'm talking about it's naturally supernatural than Ryan Wyatt, because I saw Ryan, and I saw him speaking, and so many miracles broke out. But tell me, when you were in London, about the person with the, uh, was it surgically removed, the eardrum? Right. She had a, a, what's called a radical mastoidectomy, and it's where they cut behind your ear, they take your eardrum out, the inner ear bones, they take all the equipment out. And uh, we were just talking about how the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is in the room right now, just like the visible realm is here, the unseen realm is here. And she really began to believe that the power of God was at hand to heal her. And as she began to believe that, just sitting out in the crowd, her ear began to pop. And every time her ear would pop, she would hear something for a few seconds. And God was literally recreating an eardrum in her ear. And uh, by the end of the service, uh, it popped one last time and said she was hearing perfectly, better than many people in the room. Tell me about the woman that lost 65 pounds instantly. <laughs> yeah, again, uh, talking about how God is a now God and the kingdom of heaven is at hand and just making people aware of that. And the glory of God rolled into this, this meeting, actually four clouds, a little bit bigger than a human head, rolled in and started to rest over certain people. And there was a woman there that had a thyroid condition that caused her to not be able to lose weight. And this cloud rested over her uh, and she felt like electricity was going through her body and uh, when the cloud lifted she stood up about 30 minutes later to go to the restroom and lost 65 pounds instantly she had to grab a hold of her pants to, to hold them up that's how, how dramatic the weight loss uh, was but are you I mean I'm in awe when yeah. this happens I mean I'm, I'm sort of like I'm, I'm like a little kid in yeah. a candy store God you're doing it again yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, I have a childlike heart too, and it's 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 one of the the keys to to really staying fresh in the kingdom is is uh, staying amazed by what God does, and and as often as God does miracles, every time He does them, uh, I'm just sure to thank Him and 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 praise Him and have the heart of a child, and He keeps doing it. Speaking of a heart of a child, uh, you really started early. Uh, I mean, he was in a pretty much backslidden condition, and he goes with, I guess it was a church group, uh, out hiking. He's about 16 years of age, uh, and he gets lost. And it's, uh, there's going to be a horrible snowstorm, and it's cold. And what happened? Yeah, I was lost for hours, uh, Sid. I ended up falling into the river, uh, extremely cold water. Uh, started to go into... How did you fall into the well, river? Well, you know, Sid, I was desperate. I realized I was going to die. And I, I realized I was out there all night. Uh, nobody was, was coming for me. And uh, there was a river that, that, that weaved like a snake through the mountains. And I thought, well, I'm going to save some time. I'm going to uh, go across these big boulders that were on this river. And, you know, when you're desperate, you do things that aren't so smart. And I fell into the river. And uh, then I really realized uh, I'm going to die. And I began to, in, in, in a bit of a backslidden state in my life, I began to cry out to God. And uh, what came out of my mouth was, God, if you will save me, I will give my life to you in full-time ministry. And uh, that's not what I intended to say. It just kind of came out. That's just what came I, out. I understand that. I've done right, that from right, time to time. Right. And, and I, I, it does sort of a mental bypass. It's coming from yeah, your spirit. Yeah, desperation does things to a person. And did you follow through on what you said? Because he did rescue you. How, I, how long did it take? 
I, I, they found me within 10, 15 minutes. I heard the audible voice of the Lord said, uh -huh. and he spoke to me when I said I'd give my life to him in full-time ministry. And all he said was, okay. You know, kind of like, okay, I'll hold you to that. And but at 16, you 16. started speaking before groups. Well, that testimony opened up. Uh, it's a, it was an amazing testimony. You know, God saved my life. Red Cross said that they wouldn't come until the next day, and, and it, they would probably be coming to get my body. And, uh, and, you know, God supernaturally saved me. And people wanted to hear that testimony, and it opened up uh, doors through a 10-state region to, to preach the gospel. Okay, but then... He finds out, because he's hungry for God. You're hungry for God. That's why you're watching us right now. And so he goes to a little sleepy town, Pensacola, Florida. It's called the Brownsville Revival. And for some, some three months, you were so overcome with the Spirit. What was going on there with you? I, I was desperate for God. I was crying out to God. I wanted my own encounter. You know, I, people were experiencing revival, but I wanted to be a revival. And I was in a restaurant. And Sid, I, I began to, to vibrate from the inside out. I began to feel this tangible presence of God. And uh, I even feel it right now, even just talking about it. I feel it just yeah. you talking yeah. about it. And uh, I remember looking up uh, towards the ceiling for some reason, and here came uh, a, the cloud of God, the glory cloud, like is mentioned in the Bible, uh, right in the restaurant. And uh, like a mist, and settled over me. Well, you stop that. I'm starting to vibrate. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm wearing TV. Don't yes. you understand? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said I was vibrating. I could barely hold my fork. My speech began uh, to get slurred. I was becoming incapacitated. And for two and a half months, said every day, uh, this this cloud would come to me. God would visit me, and. Uh, I would be incapacitated. I was carried out of restaurant after restaurant, and that was really a season of time where God began to teach me about His presence, about His glory, about uh, moving and healing and, and, and ministering to people's needs just like Jesus did. Now, did you find an increase in miracles uh, after the, this encounter with God? Absolutely. Every time you have an encounter with God, it's, it's really like you're feasting upon Him. You know, Jesus said that He is the bread, the true bread that comes from heaven, and those who eat of Him will live forever. And uh, we're to have a lifestyle of feasting upon the Lord, intimacy. But, but you know what I like about Ryan? He found out very quick that it's not just the miracles. It's the miracles and the character. Why is that so important? Well, you know, God is a God of character, and He's a God of power. And uh, Jesus, everything that Jesus did in His single human body, His character, His love, His power, that's also what He wants to do through the corporate body of Christ. And if we're going to be a witness of how good God is, we can't just be supernatural and flaky. We've got to have good character. We've got to have the love of God. We've got to have integrity and the power of God. It's so important. You have such a passion for people to do what you do. Why yeah. do you have such a passion for them? Why not just you become superstar? Because this is normal Christianity. And I, I think our standard of what it means to be a Christian has been lowered. Um, it's very good to attend a church and be committed and planted and rooted. But it's not just about attending a church. It's about living like Jesus. Uh, Jesus, the Bible says, he was the firstborn among many brethren. In other words, Jesus came and lived his life on the earth as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. Yes, he was God but he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And he modeled the lifestyle that's available for us. This is normal, everyday Christianity. So it's time, Ryan is saying, come on, 
the water is great. Not the water he was freezing it. The water of the Holy Spirit. It's time for you to get in the act. I mean, it's the final scene before the wrap-up. What are you waiting for? Well, let's find out about the top witch in New York City that shows up at his meeting. What happened? Yeah, I was ministering in the East Village. And uh, before the meeting, I had gone into what the Bible calls a trance. And uh, Peter, the Apostle Peter, had a trance, very common experience in the New Testament. And I was shown a vision of prophesying over a girl. And as I prophesied to her, the Lord said a sign and a wonder would take place. And uh, Sid, the presence of God came from behind me and moved right through me and touched this girl. She began to weep. And we watched as the presence of God moved back uh, seven or eight rows. And each row that it hit, people would begin to weep. It was like a localized glory of God. And uh, at the end of the meeting, a woman walks up to me who had been sitting on that last row. And she says, Ryan, I am one of the most powerful witches in the East Village of Manhattan. She says, I have known spiritual power from the time I was born. She said, I'm a palm reader. She said, I have never experienced power, though, like I did in tonight's meeting. She said, as you would talk about Moses and the glory of God and how it's available for us today, um, light would begin to fill the room like I'd never seen before. She said that presence that moved back through the crowd was, was like a cloud of light. And uh, she was seeing it all in the spirit. She said, when it touched me, Ryan, I've never felt love in my life that I know of. But she said, in that moment, I felt what felt like tangible, liquid love. And she said, Ryan, I want to know this Jesus that you speak of because I've never known power like that in my life. Talking about power, tell me about the time you're in your hotel room, you're meditating on the Word of God, and you have a guest come in, but the door is locked, but the guest is in there. Who was that guest? Right. I was just, just, just praying, and um, I, the temperature in the room suddenly, instantly changed, became very warm, and I began again to, to vibrate and feel that presence of God coming, and Jesus walked into my room. And uh, he was covered. That's got to be so what, Ryan? That's never happened to me. What's wrong with me? Uh, you know what? It, it's 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 available. It's available, and he doesn't always come like that. He comes in in different ways. No, I um, understand. But yeah, that's so wonderful. It is. It's, so, a, it's so amazing. So what did he say to you? Or what did he do? He, he, he was what did you do? He, well, I was weeping for one, and he was dripping with oil from head to toe. And uh, as he stood next to me, I became covered in oil. My skin, my hair, my hmm. clothes. And he said to me this. He said, Ryan. I am desperately hungry that my people would lay hold of their full inheritance. And uh, he showed me images of the cross and how many of us look at what the price he paid on the cross is just being saved. But being saved is simply the entry door to a lifestyle of the supernatural and experiencing the kingdom. And Jesus is not wanting us to wait till we go to heaven to experience heaven or to experience the glory of God. It's for now. The kingdom of heaven is here right now. God is now. It's at hand. We do investigation of our guests, and we investigated about the rain that occurred inside Ryan's home. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, I just had a group of, of friends over and some of the leaders from, our, from my church, and, and uh, we were watching television, talking about the things of God, and uh, suddenly I felt raindrops hit my, hit, hit my skin, and uh, I, I saw a, a slight mist in the room. And as I began to talk about it with my friends, it, it increased. 
And uh, it, this mist literally moved over our sectional couch. And we began right then to have an experience of the glory of God, just like Moses did, just like the priest did in the temple. And every single person on that sectional couch uh, felt the rain. You could, you could put your, your arm, your hand, into the cloud and pull your hand out, and it would be covered in, like, dew, uh, moisture. Now, when someone feels that rain, what is God doing? Because I have felt that. Yeah, I just believe that God loves us so much. He, he wants us to experience Him. And, and uh, many people ask, what's the purpose of the supernatural? And you know, Sid, the, the, the number one answer is intimacy with God. It's not always about nation-shaking stuff, although God does that. What, what he, is the single best way for you to have intimacy with God? Uh, hunger, just just to turn. I know, your heart. but you can't just yeah. say, uh, "Okay, yeah. I want to be well, hungry." If you're not hungry, how do you get hungry if you're not well, hungry? I tell you what, I feed myself on what's available, and uh, that's what I teach when I go around the world. I, I awaken the church to the to the uh, reality that God is a now God. He's not the just the God of the Old Testament or just. So the give God me of one the... tip if I'm not hungry of what I should do. Give me one tip. Feed yourself on the encounters in the Bible and remind yourself that he's the same God today. And I say to God, I said, God, if they can live that lifestyle, then why can't I? Of all the spiritual senses that are activated within you, what is the strongest or, or perhaps your favorite? Um, probably the sense of sight, you know, in the, just like we can see, hear, smell, touch, and taste in the natural. We have those senses in the spirit. So how does, how does the spiritual sense of sight work? Yeah, God you? speaks to me a lot through vision. Uh, through visions in my mind. M many people might hear the voice of God like a thought. A lot of times I, I see um, things like for words of knowledge, for people, or for healing. A lot of times when I move in healing in a, in a meeting, uh, I'll look out over the crowd and I'll just uh, see visions of different people being healed. And that's uh, how give, God... Give, give me one real story. Well, we had a woman in Cincinnati who uh, was in such a severe car accident that the bones in her legs were crushed. The doctors removed the bones and put solid steel rods in her legs. She no longer had knees. That she must had, have been painful. Though. Very painful, yes. Yeah, she, had, she had steel in her hips. She could not bend uh, her knees. She had solid legs. And in the atmosphere, uh, just beginning to move in word of knowledge and speaking to bones, I said, do something you couldn't do before. And she uh, had no knees. So she tried to bend these steel rods in her legs and uh, ended up bending her knees down to the ground. She, it was an absolute miracle. She felt for the pins and the bolts in her legs that she, you could feel with your hand. She could no longer feel them. She had kneecaps that she didn't have before. And uh, God, we don't know how, but he removed the metal, gave her brand new legs, uh, brand new uh, bones in her legs in a, in a flash of an eye, blink of an eye, in a moment. Is this unusual when you speak or does this happen more than once? Oh, it's happened more than once. We, we've had people with uh, twig legs, um, you know, paralyzed uh, legs and, and had well, what muscles. What do you mean by twig legs? Well, there was a man who 34 years ago had had uh, a surgery on his back. They accidentally, the doctor snipped a nerve to his leg and paralyzed his leg. So now he's in my meeting 34 years later, and he's got what's called a twig leg. It, it had atrophied. It was only like three inches around. And... Um, he felt a hand press against his back 
and I believe it was angels assisting in ministry because that's what they do. Uh, they're there to glorify God and to help heal the sick. And uh, his wife looked down, and brand new muscle was exploding in his leg. Feeling came back, and he, he walked up front to testify as if he was never paralyzed. Now, were his legs still what you call twig legs? No, the muscle grew, and within just a moment, his, his twig leg became the size of his normal leg. It literally grew brand new muscle in a moment. You know, I am amazed, in awe, and I love the spiritual senses being activated. You had a friend that you gained much insight of the invisible world in Australia that had his spiritual sight activated. Explain. Yeah, for four months, uh, night and day, he could see, hear, smell, touch, and taste in the spirit. And he learned so much about the spirit realm. One of the biggest things he learned, Sid, is that what you think and what you feel uh, is 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 like communication in the spirit realm. In the natural, you know, we just talk or we have body language or whatever, but in the spirit, thoughts and feelings are communication. And so many people think that they can shift the atmosphere around them or make the atmosphere around them better by manipulating things around them. But what he began to realize is that what you release from you empowers the atmosphere around you. So if you want to live in the presence of God, then release praise and worship to God. Have worship music. Think. What, uh, what did he see with yeah, his eyes when people were angry? Well, he, he saw that uh, thoughts were emitted like a, like a color, a frequency, and a fragrance. And uh, for many people, they were like blood in the water for sharks. You know, sharks can smell one drop of blood in the water from a long way away. So when people would think things like anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, uh, depression, it would release a frequency, a, a communication in the spirit realm. Well, that would and maybe that's why Jesus said, fear not. Yes. Because when you fear, you said it's like sharks headed towards blood yeah. in the water. They can smell your fear. They can smell your anger. They can smell the issues of your heart. And it empowers them, Sid, to form an atmosphere around your life that's like a closed heaven. And uh, Jesus opened the heavens for so, us. So does the reverse work when you're worshiping God? What did he see? Absolutely. When you're, when you're praising God, when you're worshiping God, when you're, when you're filled with joy, you're, you're blessing people, it empowered the kingdom of heaven to form an atmosphere around you. You know, Jesus said, I want you to pray that my kingdom would come, my will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. He wants the atmosphere of your life to look like heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no depression in heaven. And when you begin to focus on the reality of God and just begin to live a lifestyle of praise. So I keep seeing skin. I literally see some of you watching this and the presence of God is coming upon you right now. You're feeling tingling on your skin. You have a, a skin disease, irritation of the skin, and the Holy Spirit's touching you right now. I also just decree to those of you dealing with problems in your bones. You have bones that are out of alignment, herniated discs, scoliosis. Maybe you have metal in your body. Right now, we just decree to your body right now. We command bones to pop back into alignment. We command metal to dissolve, to disappear, and, and we just speak creative miracles. Cartilage, I see cartilage coming back into place uh, in, your, in your body, in your, in your joints. Some of you, I see people with fused uh, vertebrae and, and different fused parts of your body, and uh, God is, is releasing those fused bones and, 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 and creative miracles coming right now. Um, hearing, right now, hearing right now. Stop for one second. I have to tell you, 
I heard ear. Yeah, the ear. Right when you, just a moment yeah. before you, the same spirit that's speaking to you, it's speaking to me. Yeah. And that's a double witness. If you have a hearing problem or an ear problem, because I saw an ear, go, yeah. go ahead, continue. Yeah, I, and, and it's for everybody, but I, I also specifically see a man, and I believe it's your right ear, and you're having a, a hearing problem, maybe you have a hearing aid, and uh, we just speak healing to you right now. I, I encourage you, take that hearing aid out, test your ear. The Holy Spirit is touching you right now in Jesus' name. I also, Am, am hearing um, areas in the mouth, the, the jaw and uh, and dental work, and I just speak to your jaw, TMJ, going right now in the name of Jesus. That clicking, uh, stopping right now in Jesus' name in your jaw.